y'all. This is Stacy Hall. I'm from Lawrenceville, Georgia. I've lived in Georgia my entire life. I've listened to Cadillac Jack on the radio since I was in my early 20s. Now that I'm 44 years old and deeply saddened that he's off the radio, selfishly, I'm excited that I get to listen to him every Tuesday and Thursday for a whole hour on his My Second Act podcast. I'm a huge super fan of Cadillac Jack. And I am so grateful to have you back in our lives. One time, there was a contest Dallas and Caddy did on the radio, and I called in. And it was because I found out my son joined the Army on Facebook. Yes, that's how I found out. These two felt so bad for me, they gave me concert tickets to the Rascal Flags. Anyway, without further ado, please welcome my favorite radio host, now iPod host, Cadillac Jack and his beautiful wife Donna. Welcome to my second act. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years until July 2019. Welcome to my second act. My name's Donna and I'm Caddy's wife and I've been time hopping. Do you know what that is? I don't. Well, it's not an appy. I mean, it is an app, but it's not my official appy for this week, but the app is called Time Hop. And it pulls up, like, it goes through all of your... Um, the social media pictures yes. from years ago. Okay, yes, I'm and familiar. photos, yeah. like Shutterfly or photos, whatever. And it pulls up whatever you were doing on this day, one year ago, three years ago, you know, whatever you have pictures for, three years ago, five years ago, seven years ago. And the thing that I've realized in my Time Hop is, okay, so when our kids were little, we took a ton of pictures actual pictures i mean we have pictures charlotte was probably the last one who really didn't have a lot of pictures we'll just give her the password to our shutterfly account but um i was in a lot of those pictures because when we would go places i would you know we would have someone take a picture of all of us now because our kids are much older you know we have one that's 21 one that's 17 one that's 14 it is so hard to get a picture Anytime I have to pull a current picture with all of us in it, it is next to impossible. First of all, to have us all in the same place. But the other thing is these kids are so hard to take a picture of. I don't look good today. I don't want to take it today. I don't like what I have on. Let me see it. I want to do a preset. I want to do a filter. I want to do a, it's just impossible. And so there was always that thing that people said, if you're the mom or the dad, get in the photo, you know, because you tend to later, when you look back on all these pictures, you see pictures of your kids, but you don't necessarily see you in the picture, you know, with your kids. And if you have young kids, you really should do that because later in life, it is impossible to get a picture with your kids. Impossible. And it's so sweet to look back at the pictures and like your haircut, you know what I mean? Like the kids are always like, hmm, I probably shouldn't say this. The kids are always like, oh, look, daddy had a whole bunch of hair. Or <laughs> yeah. Or they're like, oh, mommy, you were so skinny. Mm -hmm. here's, here's one not a fan of that kind of stuff mm -hmm. because say i get a picture from three years ago and it's you and i on the beach somewhere in a foreign land and i look and go wow things have changed fast forward three years and we're broke we're happy but i mean we'll come I mean, come on i mean whatever but but we're in a pandemic uh-huh we had a president that was impeached earlier in the year we have racial tension you know it's just like wow i mean Three years later. A lot has changed. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it might not be the best time during the pandemic to be time hopping, but I think, yeah, I don't know. You know, I like, you're different. You, every time I'm like, oh, look at this picture. 
We've been Mm-mm. through this before with no. the pictures. It's just not your thing. It <sighs> is so my thing. I love seeing like the moment in time. Like, what were you wearing? Because I have such a, like, I have a memory like an elephant, as you know. You do. And so I Be. can look at a picture and I can know exactly what I was doing, where I was, what my mindset was, what was going on. It's just a really, I don't know. I think it's interesting. So this, this is not the app for the week, but if you want to download a great app, it's called Time Hop, and it is really cool. You don't have to do anything. It, I mean, it's probably, again, like sucking all your information and telling the Chinese China, everything yeah, about you, yeah. but, you know. All right, I'm going to go first with the hype song. Mm-hmm. I don't have one, and here's why. I rode today to the App and Media Group and App and Podcast Network in complete silence. Okay. And agony. Why? And defeat. Why? Because while we sit here recording this episode, our house, not our house, but our yard is flooding. Okay, that is so extreme. Remember the Six Flags flood in Cobb County years ago? When we go home here shortly, that's what our yard is going to look like because we cannot turn off our sprinklers and they just are, are going. And and we've uh, unplugged it. We've turned it off. There is no power going to the unit, yet the sprinklers are still going. And it's just created a lot of um, a lot of unnecessary tenseness. <laughs> <laughs> and probably more financial well. I can't imagine when the dude pulls up here, when we get back home, what he's going to say. If he can even come up our driveway from all the water that has just gushed out for the past few hours. I have a question, though. This is a dramatic reading. I have a very important question. Yes. I heard the water earlier today, and I thought that you were on the porch watering the windows, which you often do. No, I water the plants, and while I'm there, I okay. spray off the windows. Donna likes to water the windows. No, I and like I to thought water the that that's, I was hearing water that was maybe you didn't have your hose and weren't working your nozzle the right way or something, and it was spraying on the roof and rolling back down, and that's why I was hearing it um, much more loud than I would have normally when you're on the front porch watering the windows. Oh and so I took a, a, a peep around the corner, and I noticed that the the ones that uh, swirl swirl <laughs> which have never worked before okay well they're working right now by overtime yes um i noticed that they were on and i thought well that's strange i didn't even know that we have he had sprinklers there and we've lived in this house for 17 years so i go to the water box in the garage and i noticed that it's on and i thought okay well i'll let this go we'll just turn it off and let it be gone and I turn it off, and I still hear the noise that I normally hear when you're watering the windows from the front porch. And so I turn around, take another gander, and they're still going. And I so so my question is this: When did you turn the water sprinklers on? But go mm-hmm. ahead. This uh, probably this morning. Okay. Because you told thing. me earlier today that you did not. No, no, no. I did. I didn't turn. I don't have those on. We had a misunderstanding. Like I only water two zones, one and six. One is the front yard, six is the backyard. And this and is zone four. This is zone four, which has never worked. Okay. Which I so, which so, I will tell you when we had um when we got our new sod, we needed zone four and it wouldn't work for us. And the sod died. Okay. But well, anyway, let go. me ask you this. So yeah. there there are steel rods that have come out of the ground to the tune of two, three feet tall now. It looks like something out of Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> and you never flagged that? I didn't see them. Okay. They weren't actually when I watered zone one and six, those didn't come up. I don't know where they came from. All right. That was after the fact. I got nothing for you for the Spotify hype song playlist. Donna, what have you got today? All right. Well, I have, and that was a very dramatic reading. It was not. It's a small, it's a small. I had to take a second shower before I came to the Appen Podcast (laughs) Network today because I had been digging in the front yard. 
You had a knife. With a screwdriver. You had a butter knife and a screwdriver. You were not digging in the yard. Anyway. I knelt, Donna, on the driveway and removed debris and dirt for several minutes. And pried the top off with a butter knife. Okay. And got very overheated. All right. And smelled. All right. My Core 57 hype song is Bring Madonna. I love Madonna. Okay. The song is Holiday. One of the first concerts we went to go see together. Yes. And you know what's so fascinating about this? Madonna is 61 years old. Does that seem possible? Like in my world, Madonna is like timeless, ageless. One of the first movies I saw or just remember with, you know, like with her was Desperately Seeking Susan with Susan Sarandon. Do you remember that movie? No. Oh my gosh, it was so good. And like I ripped all my shirts, I ripped my tights. I had, you know how she would wear all those um, plastic bracelets up her arm? I, and I had that whole look. And she had the one lacy glove. And I even drew a fake mole. I have a mole actually on my right side, but I made it bigger. You accented it. I, I, yes, to, to like try to look like Madonna because my name was Donna. And I was like, okay, this is a sign from God. Did you ever tell anybody to call you Ma? Probably. Like Madonna? Yeah, probably. I mean, it was like, I, I just remember, and she was like the queen of MTV, yeah. you know, like she, she became fa as famous as MTV did right along beside each other. I just find it fascinating that she's 61 and she's still going. And supposedly she is an Adalience. Do you know what that is? I don't. It's like a, a romance, like okay. a, a undercover romance with this guy who's a dancer for her, who's like 30. So more power to her, you know, she yeah. always seems to find the men. You know, she well, she's looked, a sex kitten. Yeah, she was with like Warren Beatty. Everyone says she was actually with JFK Jr. too, which I don't know about that. But okay, imagine if she ever wrote a true—I mean, she was with Sean Penn—a true tell-all. The things that would come out. Fascinating. So anyway, it's a great song. We're going to add "Holiday" to the um, playlist, and you know what? We'll just have a little hole where you were. What? Maybe we should do something with That's water. That's where my mind is right now. It's just a hole. Maybe we should add something with water, or like. Like, oh, I know what we could, I know what we could actually add for you today. Justin Bieber. Baby, baby, baby. Why? Because you're acting like a baby, oh. <laughs> baby, baby. Donna checked in today. <laughs> okay, so those, uh, we'll add uh, those songs to the Candy and Donna Hype Song playlist. You'll find it on Spotify. I still don't have the username and passwords. I'm hearing ads. And my question is this. Are there ads targeted to me, to an individual? Because I'm hearing a lot of Snickers commercials right now when i listen to the hype song playlist on spotify maybe just wondering okay donna says to me as we sit down um we're missing a lot of stuff for today's show and today's run of show is 22 pages the <laughs> money the money i spent just on toner. on toner and paper yeah my time is not even included in this overwhelming price so we're gonna do some randoms real quick yeah. all right just some thoughts a lot of stuff's going on we are taping literally um, like 15 minutes before I upload. So yeah. there'll never be, there'll be, never be a podcast more current than it'll the It'll be one pretty fresh. To. Yeah. All right. Dixie Chicks. Yes. Um, Dixie Chicks had a great first week, Street Week, as you have heard us talk about on the show. It's what they call it in the record business. Uh, it's when your album drops. Um, the Chicks, 80, about 88,000 copies in the first week, which is fantastic. Gets them number one on the overall or on the country chart, country album chart. The overall chart, the Chicks fall at number three. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, but Juice World is number one again for the second week in a row and he passed so um, i know so th this is interesting so the name of his album is legends never die but he's not with us is that right that is correct okay that is correct uh number two on the overall album chart is 
Pop Smoke. Never heard of him. I bet he's a lot of fun to be around. Yeah. Um, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. I love that. Is his project. Sounds inspirational. Number, three, uh, number two. Uh, can we start over? Uh, number two. Um, da, 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 da. Yeah, Pop Smoke. And number three, Gaslighter from the Chicks. Folklore. Last pod, mm-hmm. you were all over this project from Taylor Swift. Yeah, I mean, it's I've, I've listened to it um, a little bit ad nauseum because Charlotte's really, it's so funny. Again, we talk about these kids, how they go round and round. She, You know, I always wanted to see Taylor Swift when she came back when, when they were older and they were like, eh, we're not that into her anymore. Now she's back into her. Um, so I've been listening to it. It's a great, it, it's really good. It's, it's a little dark. I don't even know if that's the right word, that it's dark. I always say that about albums. Are they light? Are they dark? Are they moody? It's moody. That's what it is. But, you know, I think you brought up a great point that, and I guess it's not so much that it's moody. Lover was so, like, it was almost like a frothy candy cone. You know what I mean? Like, just happiness and rainbows, literally, and cotton candy and all that good stuff. I think this is just more of kind of a moody, um, conceptual type album. The, the, she does a, um, collaboration with Bon Iver that's really good. Um, but I think you brought up a great point and that is she will not probably be performing these songs live for a very long time. So they aren't songs where there have to be these big production numbers or, Marching bands, yeah, or hooks that people can sing along. And these Swifties, you know, her fans, they're called Swifties. They are eating this up. I'll tell you something interesting that everyone is saying. First, that people thought it was a breakup album. She dates this guy, Joe, I can't think of his last name right now. He's British. Um, And she's been dating him a while. And, you know, Taylor Swift was always so open about all of her relationships. And you knew everything that was going on, probably too much that was going on. Well, she's been very low key about this relationship. And supposedly, originally people thought, Swifties thought that this album was a breakup album. Now people are saying that she always leaves all these Easter eggs. Explain what an Easter egg is. Easter egg is something that an artist will drop in a song that if you know, you know. If you get it, you get it. Uh, also called winks. Yes. And if you didn't know, you could just, be a word, could be a person's name, could be right. uh, a, a place where they went, could be. Yes. So know, there's two on this one. Their favorite artist that they yeah. listened to when they dated. So there's two on this one. One is people think that she's very good friends with Blake Lively. Um, and people think that Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds had a third child and they have never released the name of the child. And she name checks the other two kids in one song. I can't remember which one it is. And then says another name. And people think she outed that name, number one. I don't think that they have, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds have confirmed or denied. And then the second thing is the first song, the first word on the album is I. Okay, follow me here. The last, the last word on the album is do. I do. And so she has been wearing this kind of um, wedding ring in the net, Netflix Yes, in the Netflix documentary. I know this is a lot to wrap your brain around that you probably don't even care about. But the point is, is that, so everyone was kind of like, oh, is that a wedding ring? And she was like, no. And so people think that she's actually engaged. And this was her way of saying, yes, I am engaged. Taylor's crafty like that. She is. I mean, that takes a lot of work to weave all that together. You know? Listen, I just continue to stand by it. I know she is a lightning rod. She is as much of a lightning rod as the chicks are. People either love her or they can't stand her. And the only thing that I continue to say is when you listen to this album, there is no doubt that this woman is incredibly talented. Some, uh, some, some stats on folklore real quick, uh, since we are a semi-music podcast. 
the most streamed pop album on Apple Music ever in the 24-hour period after it was released. That's amazing. There was one point within 24 hours of Folklore being a surprise release by Taylor Swift that it occupied the entire top 16 on the U.S. Spotify chart in every track. All 16 tracks were the 16 tracks that are on Folklore. It's crazy. And if you think about that from a label and a marketing perspective, do you know the amount of marketing that was put into Lover, her previous album? You know, there people were flown to New York. There were secret sessions there. She had people at her house, Swifty fans, to listen to it. When you could have a street week. Yes. She was all over Nashville. She was everywhere. Good Morning America did the concert in Central Park. So you think about that, and then you think about an artist who, again, just releases a project with no fanfare, no notice, and just, here it is, and what happens? We'll have the final numbers next pod uh, for the week. I've seen um, anywhere from 800,000 to a million. Wow. which is a huge, huge first week just in normal times for any artist. Yeah. All right, so uh, Chicks, we talked uh, Taylor Swift. Oprah is shutting down O Magazine. I think that's very sad. It's going to go digital uh, in, in some form or fashion. Launched in April 2009. And the big joke through the years with, with O Magazine is the fact that Oprah has been on every cover, and she has. Yes. She's been on every – who puts them – So I mean, that's kind of a narcissistic move, and I'm a narcissist, but that even is a lot for me. That's Oprah. Um. She did, past few years, start adding people with her, like special guests, including uh, Michelle Obama and Ellen uh, one year. And Gail, right? And Gail, her best friend, Gail King, who now does CBS This Morning. Yes. Ellen catching some heat right now. I think it's sad, though, because, you know, as a person who works in a print medium and sales, I just think it's sad. I mean, there's, there's so few magazines left. And I mean, listen, if O can't survive on the newsstand, what can, you know? All right, you wanted to talk about Emmys? Yes, I don't know a lot. Um, I thought we were going to talk about that on the next one, so I don't, oh, I'm not really. Okay. <laughs> I'm not they super. Just came out. Like, I'm not super prepared, but I think there were some surprises on there. I think wasn't Brad Pitt nominated for an Emmy for playing Dr. Fauci on Saturday Night Live as a guest? Let me look. I don't know, but that's certainly worth looking up real quick. I don't know, yeah. but that's that's hilarious if he was. And I haven't heard yet. Are the awards going to be given virtually? Or are they going to okay. do them? All right. Well, I thought we were ready to talk. No. About the, okay. All right. Um, Maybe we should save this for the next one. Well, I got to, I got to know now. I want to know myself. Um, Emmy nominations: Brad Pitt, twenty twenty. Yes, he he played Dr. Fauci on Saturday yes, Night Live. Yes. Yes. Um, SNL gets fifteen total Emmy nominations. One for Brad Pitt's brief but memorable appearance appearance as a good doctor, nominated in the category for guest actor in a comedy series. Yes. Very, that's, that's great. Did you see, uh, have you seen it? I thought he did great. I thought he it was very great. funny. But oh, it was yeah. very, no one knew it was coming, but it all started when Fauci said at some point, and how many months have we been in this pandemic now, but in the, in the first quarter of the pandemic, someone asked him, who do you want to play you in a movie, in a movie about this? And he said, Brad Pitt. And yeah. so in typical SNL fashion, they're not going to miss a nugget like that. I think the next Saturday they had Brad Pitt. They had him on. Uh, doing the uh, you know who should play Dr. Fauci you know who should play Dr. Bricks the little kindergarten teacher that's keeping us all calm who's that in the pandemic Um, Meryl Streep okay she'd be great at that so yeah I know that the uh, morning show with Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon got a lot of nominations so it'll be interesting to see how it all comes down I wanted to mention quickly this week we are saluting and will continue to always salute the life of Congressman John Lewis yes um, who passed very, very recently. And so the photograph, 
of Congressman John Lewis being carried across the Pettus Bridge in, in, in Selma, Alabama. And I'm sure it was taken from a drone, but the photo of that horse-drawn carriage with his casket and his family behind him wearing masks mm-hmm. should be the photograph of the year. And yeah, it's not it was, going to be because fabulous. of all the shit that's been going on in the world. Yeah, it was fabulous. I mean, I don't mean fabulous, not that, it, but, but it was just what a remarkable life. You know, what a remarkable life. And who who's going to take up that that legacy? There sure. were uh, double rainbows, both in Montgomery, Alabama, the day that he lied in state and in the capital of, of Alabama, Montgomery, and also in D.C. And as we record uh the body of Congressman John Lewis is in Atlanta, right? Uh, lying in state at the state capitol. And, and they, they supposedly, can you imagine if we had a double rainbow in Atlanta? Either I today know. Or tomorrow? Well, and I thought it was interesting the path that it took to go to Lyon State. They went by um, a lot of the King Center, the King Center, a lot of you know historic um, places. So uh, to get him to his final resting place, so that's very good. He will be the second African American in American history to lie in, in state, or he became, when he was in D.C., in the Capitol Rotunda. The first was Ro- Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks, yeah. Only two. Yeah. So he was a congressman to uh, District 3 here in Atlanta for decades and decades and a civil rights icon. So we celebrate, continue to celebrate the life of Congressman John Lewis. Yes. All right. All right, let's talk about these teeth you Is have yanked. Is it time for the Wisdom yes. Teeth Conversation? Yes. All right, so... It's it's been if you're listening on upload day, it's been eight days since those suckers were yanked out. Here's what I discovered, and I didn't think about this, and I really should have. And I caution anyone who is still holding on to their wisdom teeth as an adult, or if you have a child that's getting ready to have their wisdom teeth taken out, whatever the case may be, listen, lean in here and listen to me as a newbie to the no wisdom teeth family. When I had the surgery that afternoon, I had the surgery like at 8.30. That afternoon, I felt fantastic. I thought, I, I started like calling my friends, being like, you were so wrong. It was a walk in the park and like just hang up on them. Oh, like dirty dollars. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I was in a great place and it wasn't because of the medicine. I, I seriously, there was some swelling, but there didn't seem to be a whole lot of soreness. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Would well, listen, this has to be the worst it's going to get. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and this is a walk. This, I, I, Will came our 21 year old son came into the room that afternoon after work and I'm sitting up watching Tamron Hall or something. And, 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 and he says to me, daddy, I thought I'd walk in and you'd be bloody and sweaty and drooling. And, and I was Ew. up and moving around. And, and, and so my, here, here's the takeaway again. Remember that having your wisdom teeth removed or any surgery, I guess, for that reason is. Day one, if you're in a car accident, day one is, or you fall down at a concert, maybe. Mm-hmm. Day one is never the day where you're feeling it. It's always mm-hmm. day three, day four. So day three, four, five, and six for me were tough. I'm not going to lie. It, yeah. it was um, it was a challenge. Yeah. And my disposable stitches started coming out about two, three days ago. Which you want to show to everyone. It's well, like, but we, I, we don't want to see them. I, I don't like anything When you've been tonguing them for teeth. a week, Donna, when you've been tonguing something for a week, you want to know what it looks like. Yeah, I don't want to Maybe see anything Maybe sometimes before you even begin. But it's um, I, I envision like these black plastic stitches that had to have been six inches long, according to my tongue. And... It turns out they're not. It looks like uh, like something the stro- the the string that holds a, a, ba- a bale of hay together or something. 
Mm-hmm. Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Well, why don't you add some color here, Donna, to the well, Wizard Teeth conversation? I mean, here's the thing. Uh-huh. I I went in nervous because you, as we've talked about before on the pod, you have a very, very, like, basement level tolerance to pain. And so, and I, I thought it was going to be a little tricky, you know, but... Um, when I, I stayed there the whole time, of course, and it didn't take long. It was like 45 minutes. They said it was like a, not a piece of cake, but it was, you know, standard and they weren't expecting any problems with it. And I went back to get you and you weren't saying anything crazy, which was pretty good. On the ride home, you normally get a little, you can get angry, usually in the past when I've taken you home after tea things in the car. That's when things go way left sideways, but they didn't. You were like kind of pleasant to be around. I think it was a medication. And then I got you home and got you in bed and got you set up. And I got all my meds out. You know, I'm really OCD. Had my little book, my times, my little check boxes. So I, we did not have Motrin. We had Tylenol. And so the um, oral surgeon had said, you need to get Motrin and you layer the Motrin with the pain medicine. And so I said to Olivia, I had you lying kind of kind of like, I don't want to say like John Lewis, but you were lying in state in your little bed, you know? <laughs> and so I had you laying there and I'm like, okay, leave him in the rotunda right here. Don't touch him. Okay. And so I told Olivia. Because you left. I said, I'm going to run up to Publix, which is eight minutes from our house. I said, I'm going to get some Tylenol. I said. Or get Motrin rather, right? Motrin, yes. I said, do not let dad do anything until I get back. And she's like, oh, Okay. And I'm like, just don't let him do anything. I was gone eight minutes. I come back and you're, I mean, I was driving like a mad woman, like on two wheels. And I come back and you've taken Tylenol. You have gotten out of the bed, come into the room. I'd just woken up. That was my first nap post-surgery. And I woke up and I had some soreness. I took two damn Tylenol. I said to Olivia, I go, how did this go sideways? I said, she goes, mom, I, I can't, I could not, you can't control him. He's, he has a mind of his own. He's going to do what he wants to do. I told him, mom went to the store. She's coming back with the medicine. And she said, he just growled at me and rolled All his right, eyes. All right, next. Mm-hmm. So, um, you also refused to wear your ice pack. Next. Okay. Well, the ice pack is very important. It was. And what we discovered was something, I don't know what you normally use this thing for. It's like something you would find in your, the, the top nightstand dresser in your bedroom or something um and it was like it had a frozen core on it mm-hmm. and then you it rolled and it had like a hairbrush handle on it why, that, why what is that original okay that's different you were using my jade roller for my face but what, what is a jade roller? what <laughs> well, what was i using that, but you wouldn't use like the the visual ice okay pack because i made you. a transition to the jade roller because it felt better because there was a little bit of massaging with so it so the jade roller if i still did, have swelling as yeah. we sit here now at the app and podcast network i still have swelling in swelling my whatever Okay. In my uh, my bottom left. Oh, boy. All right, um, next. Anyways, the jade roller, if you want to get one, you can get it on Amazon, and you just put it in the um, freezer overnight, and in the morning, you roll it over your yeah. face. Use it, it for your wisdom teeth, too. Yeah, just freshens you up. Is that used anywhere else, or is that just a... No, on your face. Anyway. Well, I don't know if you did your hands and your arms, because it's like a little, a little frozen massager. No. You would just glare at us in All sort right. of a medicated state on day one and day two. Okay. Any, any suggestions anyone gave you, like if I said, do you, you know, don't use your straw, don't you just like... Ugh. What would I do? Uh, All right. All right. We're going to move on from the wisdom team conversation. But here's what was really funny. The girls, uh, the girls said to me, they go, mom, can you imagine if the roles were reversed and you had surgery? Like, and I said, what do you think would happen? And, and they said, I think you would get an ice pack, but I don't think that he would keep notes on your meds. <laughs> Cause I had meticulous notes, you know? No, you did. 
Yes. And I appreciate your but love. But you know what? You support. actually, I mean, I was actually pretty proud of you because it was, you know, as an adult to have your wisdom teeth out, it's certainly it not easy. It was horrible. And it, it actually went much better than I thought. And the real takeaway from this is if any of your children are telling you that they've been to the dentist or I don't even know how this would come up and I don't have wisdom teeth, they do. They do. And it was funny. I was talking to your mom afterwards because I called her and I told her, you know, everything came out fine. There was no problems with the teeth. And she said to me, I said, Jane, do you know why he didn't get his wisdom teeth out? That's and I've been asked that question a thousand times. A thousand times. And that's Hyde's mom's name. And she said to me, this is my favorite thing. She said, I don't know. I guess he just didn't drive himself over there and take care of it. I said he would have been 13. How's he going to drive? <laughs> Couple of pot peeps about wisdom teeth. Sorry, Stitch just came out. Literally. Sorry. Carl, you want to see my Stitch? No, he doesn't. That's code. Uh, hi, Katie. I don't have uh, a wisdom teeth horror story for you, but I have a funny anesthesia one. And anesthesia can be... You, That's that what was my really, biggest concern. Me too. Well, that was my biggest concern. I'm, a biggest concern. And on the, I'm sorry, I have another one coming out. And on the way there, I said to you, I'm afraid that I'm going to tell the anesthesiologist who takes zero insurance at all. I mean, that's we missed the boat on the anesthesiologist degree. Yes. Um, it's a, you pay him that day. Yes. Um, and it's 100%. And, yes. and normally, I think it was like three times the cost of the actual surgery. Right. And so my fear was I was going to say to the anesthesiologist at some point, hey, buddy, hey, doc, do you get a lunch hour today? And he'd say, yeah, we do. And I'd say, well, listen, you better take that check and run to the bank and cash it. <laughs> that was my biggest fear of what yeah. I was going to I say. I was very worried about uh, what you were going to say. She always says, my friend's husband had to have surgery. The doctor was very friendly and professional to her right after he started, right before he started. Afterwards, he came out to tell her how it went, and he had a more subdued demeanor. <laughs> <laughs> she thought something had gone wrong. The doctor said, no, everything went fine. But what kind of work does your husband do? She said, he's a building contractor. The doctor said, he told me he was a hitman for the mafia. Oh, my gosh. I mean, can you imagine the Hope things they hear? Hope this made you laugh. And anesthesiologists are very funny. Like, yours was very funny. They have a very funny personality. Yeah. Uh, John. Hope you're feeling better after the oral surgery. I'm no longer allowed in a dental office in Blue Ridge because of my anesthesia behavior. What is that? Anesthesia behavior? He told me, but we, this, we can't print it, nor can we say it. Oh, okay. All right, so... Uh, wisdom teeth is done. Get it done early. Seriously. Um, Don't put it but off. But prepare for days three, four, five, and six to be the worst. You're going to feel great. Stop the afternoon. Your meds. Yes, you're going to feel great the afternoon of your surgery. Like You're going to think you can run a marathon. I haven't run since fourth grade field day, personally. But I was ready to go grab Sean Parker, our neighbor, and go biking or something down Freemanville Road. You had a jaunt to your step. For just a little while. But uh, lots of unicorn cakes and lots of milkshakes and lots of TikTok with wisdom teeth recovery. Car accident. Our personal injury attorneys specialize in treating people injured in car accidents. The Hurt 911 Injury Group, the number 1-800-HURT-911. You can rest easy knowing the best lawyers in Georgia are on the casework with the Hurt 911 Injury Group. They're there to help you. Uh, it's a team of elite doctors and lawyers with offices and clinics all across Georgia and their top priority is helping you when you've been injured in a car accident get the medical treatment and documentation you need to want want receive the maximum compensation for your personal injury claims 1-800-HURT-911 that's the number 1-800-HURT-911 Asian pork tenderloin for dinner tonight at the Cadillac Ranch marinated in soy sauce garlic and sesame with an Asian glaze of uh, sherry, rice wine, vinegar, and soy sauce, and all sorts of other just things to make your mouth explode. You had me at sherry. <laughs> the official meal kit for families 
Meal kits made easy with dinner affair. 30 minutes or less, fewer steps. Uh, the Asian pork tenderloin we're doing tonight, uh, you, you prepare it. It's very simple. Then uh, it's an oven dinner. So you put it in the oven. 30 to 40 minutes and you're absolutely ready to go. I've had so many people um, reach out to me and say that they're now dinner affair families. And they were like, you know, the only thing that I wish is that I had started sooner because I was a little bit afraid of the cost or was I going to like the food? Was it going to be too frou-frou-y for me? And every single person has said it has been a game changer, no doubt, in their family. Because I think most of the stress right now when you're working all day from home or even if you're back going into the office is what are you going to make for dinner? You know, what are you going to make for dinner? And Dinner time is a little bit special right now because everybody's home and together. So make it easy on yourself. You can pick packages any size. You don't have to go with the largest package. And again, we tell people all the time, we, we don't cook dinner affair every single night. We do our meals in between as well. Um, we had a great meal in between last night, but tonight we're having a dinner fair meal. So it's $30 off with the promo code CADDY. And, and that's, that's any level, any, any, yeah, any, any size. Cost. And yeah. you will thank us. You will thank us. Dinner affair, dinners, perfect solution for even the pickiest of eaters. And let me tell you something. We have three of those, what if not four, include myself. Seriously. <laughs> four out of five are very picky eaters. And all, all five of us approved dinner affair, dinner, A-F-A-R-E.com. How are you doing? How are you doing mentally right now with, with everything that's going on? And we've had conversations in past pods about checking in not only with yourself, but checking in with your friends who may be struggling. Um. When you think of everything that has happened since we all yelled Happy New Year 2020, a new decade, I dare say it would be hard for anyone, anyone at all, even the strongest of individuals, to not be struggling to some degree right now. Yeah, absolutely. With their personal health, their personal mental space, their their personal... Um, just capacity of, of intake yeah, well, on everything. And, and you're, you know, if you're parents, you're worried about your kids' mental states and what's going on and how it's affecting them to be in um, somewhat of an isolated situation, you know. And if you have kids who are older and they're college kids, you're worried, are they taking it seriously? And, you know, you worry about their health. There's a lot of worrying. And if you're a worrier like me, you find things to worry about without the world giving you additional things on your plate. So this has just added a whole new level. Um, there's a lot of information in the news lately about two people in particular, Kanye West and Britney Spears. And Kanye, I don't know that he has ever officially said that he's bipolar, but his family has certainly said that he struggled with being bipolar for a long time. And um, the same with Britney Spears on probably different levels. But I think kind of what's going on and... Um, you know, I can even call myself out sometimes on this stuff of saying like, you know, what is going on with Kanye? Like he's nutty. Like, you know, when he first started out just in the business, you know, there were times when I'm, because I, I wasn't aware of his bipolarism. So I was like, what is the deal with this guy? He's crazy. He's nutty. And, and again, you say those things kind of lightly, but you're, you're questioning like what's going on. And, and as more information has come out, he is, he's truly struggling with a mental illness. And, I just think, you know, one of the headlines from something um, that we had read was, you know, Kanye West and the media are again playing a dangerous game. And Kanye uses the media as much as the media uses him. But I think it's really hard to tell when he is in an episode, a manic episode. And again, I'm not his doctor. 
not in his family, but I think you would be hard pressed to not see this person and not know that there's some form of, of, of a mental illness going on. And I think when people are making light of this stuff and, and, and again, the same thing, Britney Spears has struggled obviously for a long time. And there are a lot of people who are in this free Britney movement and they kind of think it's funny because she's posted some, you know, sort of frightening videos where she's in alone in isolation and doing some weird dances and that type of thing. And, you know, a lot of people feel like her father, Jamie, who is the conservator, you know, of her life and her money that he's kind of holding her captive. And even her sister has said, Jamie Lynn Spears has said, back off. You know, this is not funny. And I think if there's families out there, anyone who has ever dealt with someone who truly is struggling with a mental illness, it is incredibly hard and painful. And to do it in the public eye, I cannot imagine. You know, when you're, when you get up every day and you worry about someone, um, their mental state, you know, is something going to trigger them? Are they going to go in a different direction? If you've ever had someone who has threatened to take their life, and especially if you have children, you're, you're balancing this high wire act of protecting your children, helping the person, um, and, and take care of your own you know, um, your own demons and, and, and the worries that fill you with having to take care of someone like that. So I just think it's, to me, I, I, it kind of makes me very sad when I see this stuff posted about these people. I just saw something the other day that came up in my feed from TMZ and it was Kim had flown out, Kim Kardashian, who's married to Kanye. To Wyoming. Yeah, to see Kanye. Where he's been at the ranch. And, the, and the, some paparazzi had gotten long-range photos, long-range photos of them sitting at, in the at car. Wendy's. Yeah. At Wendy's. And they're having a horrible discussion, and she's in tears. And this is a woman who has, again, whether you care about their lifestyle or not, whether you say they don't apply to me, the point of it is they have children, and they have a family. And, you know, Britney Spears has an ex-husband who I don't think he would, but could certainly use stuff against her in, in seeing her kids, which probably makes her healthier to spend time with her kids. So I just think right now, as a nation, we have to have so much more compassion for what's going on inside people's heads in between your ears. Because, you know, and we've had to check in even with our kids. You know, normally, even people who may not struggle could all of a sudden be struggling you know because mental illness while it seems like it does well in isolation because those people like to isolate and not be around it does not do well in isolation because you know one of the first things anyone will tell you when you're struggling even and I'm, I'm saying this for myself like with anxiety or anything is get out of your head you know go exercise go do something so that there's just not this tape or this loop playing through your head of all the bad things that you're worried about or that are going to happen or what if this happened or what if this happened, you know, and it's hard to do that when you're in isolation. It's hard to take a break from your everyday life and go on a mini vacation when you don't have a job or when you're, you know, there's nowhere to go. So I just think right now I, I see all the stuff that's going on and it's being written about the two of them and it makes me very sad in a way. This, this guy should be able to get help. And, you know, the other thing is he's, he's a grown man. You know, Kim can want him to get help. Chris Kardashian could want him to get help. His his kids could want him to get help. If he doesn't want to do it, he doesn't have to do it, you know, unless they committed him. And that's a whole issue there. What are your feelings? Well, you know, I think that um, 
originally Kanye had scheduled to release an album, a new project, this past Friday, the same day that Taylor Swift dropped Folklore. And right. you may be aware of the, you know, there's always been a... A beef of some sort. Right, from the MTV Music Awards when he stormed the stage and took the mic from Taylor and said, Taylor, I'm going to let you finish, but I think album of the year video, whatever, should have gone to Beyonce or whatever. Right. That beef has still been out there. And every year, about the same time, when it happened 10 years ago, it's brought back up because you have two of the biggest stars in the world that are in the same headline, and it has to do with a feud. Right. And that is a click-through grand champion right there. Right. All right. So um, when, when I first read that Kanye was coming out with a project, same day Taylor does, the cynic in me, and just because of being in the radio business my entire life and, and record labels and promotion and all that kind of stuff, the cynic in me immediately went to, all right, all of this crap has in some way to do with getting attention for the project that's being released on the same day as Taylor. Or another example would be, and I don't keep up with the timing of the Kardashians and I don't watch, but the cynic in me for a moment went, okay, are they must be ready to launch a new season of the Kardashians. Because yeah, or, or rating slipping and they need something. We, yeah. we talk about the, 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 the smart marketing people that yes. market themselves all the time and use every single avenue uh, that they're able to drive down to turn it on them. You know? Right. Whether it be one of the most watched reality shows in America or by announcing that you're running yeah. for, for, for president and, yeah. and, 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 and going to South Carolina and really going off the rails. Right. But the cynic me still said, this has got to be built up for the project. Well, I got up Saturday and wanted to see, because both albums were to release at midnight. And so I was curious to see what kind of traction they both had on social. And I didn't see any for Kanye. And I actually asked her 14-year-old daughter, Charlotte, who is a music professor herself. We have great conversations about music and stuff like that. And, 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 and she's, you know, I said to her, what do, you, what do you sing about Kanye? I'm not seeing anything. She said, Dad, I'm not seeing anything either. Later that day, they announced that they had pulled the release of the project. Didn't say why, but I'm sure that it has to do with his current mental state. Yeah, and, and, and it also could possibly have to do and with And I Taylor. hated the cynic in me, Donna. I hated that my mind went there. Yeah. But unfortunately, my mind is trained to look at things that way. And well, I hate it. I don't like that. I don't. Yeah, and it may also, and I will say this, it may have also been tied into Taylor because had they gone head-to-head with their projects and she, you know, done much better than him, the people around him may have thought, this is going to create more, could be, you know, animosity, and then he's going to come back with more firepower, and it just kind of keeps it going. But I just think, listen, right now it's a very, very difficult time. It is very hard to keep your head up and, you know, just kind of keep battling it out every day and putting one foot in front of the other, as Mr. Al says, and keep going. And you know what? I think you have to check in on people and check in on yourself. You know, if you knew the podcast, Mr. Al is a one hundred year old gentleman. Yes. Who courts your mother and yes. has for like 15 years. They live together well, they in, live in together. an apartment. Yeah. yeah. They're, They're not <laughs> married and they live together. Long, long time. Um, I'm spending hours and hours a week right now with Alfreda police officer Phil Ritchie as we prepare to launch a new podcast, Caddy Wagon. Right. And it's a law enforcement based podcast. And Donna, I'm seeing and I'm hearing during these ride alongs, sometimes 12 hours at a time, um, the influx of calls either about. Uh, a domestic dispute 
about um, someone wanting to cause harm to themselves mm-hmm. or people who are struggling with their mental state yeah, and are asking for assistance or are calling, just saying things that I hear on the radio, things that you know just aren't happening. But right. but it's the job of law enforcement to go and, and, and check on it. It's called a welfare check. Yeah, It's part of their job. And they will always do that. Yeah. But I'm seeing with each ride along the number of those type calls kind of increase. And, um, you know, if you if you were struggling mentally or you had depression going into all of this crap that we're all in together right now, whether it is uh, the murder of George Floyd, whether it is the presidential people forget about this until I bring it up. Don't forget, we had a president that was impeached in January for right. what, the third time in, in, in American history. Is that right, Carl? The third time I think. Yeah. Yeah. We forget about that because the pandemic came, and then the the the, the, the national unrest came, and and, and, and the then, school situation, then all of them, then the and it's just when is this going to stop? Yeah, when? And that's what I'm thinking. This has to stop. I don't know that I can just. I've got to work on myself a little bit. So if you were struggling with any of that stuff going in, imagine the state that you're in now or that your friend or that your spouse or that your family member is in right now. So we've always said respect each other, but check in with those that, uh, yeah. And don't, and don't make mental you always don't, keep close, but don't but make mental illness so right a now. punching bag or, or, yeah. a, or, or a comedy thing. Someone told me the other day, I thought this is so true. The, the, what happens with everything that's going on and how you come out of one thing and then there's another thing and then there's another thing. They said, it's like being on that. Um, you know, if you ever go to like the boardwalk of any place like Myrtle beach or anywhere like, Pier Park in Panama City and there's that avalanche thing where you go forward and you slam in it goes in a circle and you slam into the person sitting beside you and they play like Van Halen or Motley Crue and then they're like and you're like oh god I've got to get off this thing and then they're like do you want to go backwards no <laughs> it's the same thing it's like one hit that's after every teenager's another. dream that wants to do yeah. radio by the way and goes to the county fair oh, to yeah. Hit, uh, the, him, yeah hey. here's that guy that's you want to be that person yeah who's and then you get on the air and realize that really that's not a good um Look or sound. Well, yeah, it's not a good vocal sound on the radio. <laughs> yeah, hey, well, it's Rock 108. Rock 108, Pittsburgh. It's hard to sustain that. Wind from the west is 73 miles an hour. That'd be fast, wouldn't it? <laughs> 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 All right, anyway. It's talking to Donna at Gallery Furniture this week. And there's a there's a, something going around right now here in Atlanta and George on social media, and it's the Wolfman and Donna. If you're familiar with uh, the family, they've been – owners of gallery furniture locally owned Forever. family-led business for over three decades and and donna who's still around you can ask for donna you used to ask for the wolfman there's a picture of donna and her dad the wolfman on stone mountain together and and this should be the presidential ticket yeah for 2020 <laughs> think about it exactly. so we called donna i sent it you sent it to her via text got it. we didn't know she'd seen it at the time but um, she loved it they are still around and you can still ask for donna and it's these locally owned family-led businesses that we love to support on my second act and gallery furniture they have uh, working on a brand new redesign for the website ask for the wolfman.com yes and i talked to donna and i said you know with everybody sort of rearranging their houses knowing that these kids aren't going back to school and you're going to need more of an area for your kids to like work in she said send them up she said you know we've got tables we've got you know and that's one thing if you need forget about a, a, you can get a desk obviously but you may just need a different table or a different setup that you can kind of temporarily set up a new room until again things get back to normal but they've got all that they've got bunk beds 
out the wazoo. Mattresses. You know, if you need mattresses. Yeah. I mean, dorm rooms. If you just need an extra mattress. You know, everyone is right now, we're spending so much time in our homes that it's a great time to, that's, that's what we've got right now or our home. So on your mattress. Yeah. And your mattress. Spend a lot of time on your mattress. (laughs) Watching Netflix. That's so true though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So go up and talk to Donna, talk to Marilyn, talk to any of the great people up there. Here's the best part. Whatever you buy that day, you can take it with you or they'll deliver it. They're happy to deliver it. But I mean, if you have the means to get it home, you're going to buy it and you're going to pull around to those double doors in the back. They're going to load it up for you and you're going to take it home that day. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. Tracy Cousinos, proven real estate expert advisors. Uh, the system that they use is proven to get you up to 18% more money than traditional real estate agents. This multi-million dollar strategic marketing system will drive the most demand for your home. Tracy Cousinos will invest six figures in the marketing of your home. This system is so powerful that it sold over 300 homes in two years that sat on the market and failed to sell with other agents. To get an absolutely free valuation of what your home would sell for in today's market, listen, interest rates, come on, now's the time. You've been thinking about it, but you better be ready to go when you list Trace Kusno because she's going to sell you a home. 855-MA-EXPERT at TraceKusno.com. That's cousin with an E-A-U because you know she's going to sell your home. A big uh, salute to Tim Smith, Pop Pete, for this episode. Tim writes, I'm sorry, Donna, you were not with me. At the Bad Company concert, unless you were there at age two or three. I loved him. Talking recently about uh, uh, quarantining with the first artist yeah. that you saw in concert, and yours would have been, or I think you said you wanted to switch yours up after Tim Smith. I love Bad Company. Brought up Bad Company, um, and we didn't know his name, we just knew his handle, which was Hoops Ref Three Twenty Two. He reached out and he says, "I'm Tim Smith, yeah, loyal listener and pod peep, and I'm Hoops Ref Three Twenty Two. I think he thinks I'm younger than I am. What do you think? That there was no way we could have been there together, uh, but David, I, I'm sure. I don't know. I'm sure. Uh, Brooke, a pod peep. Just finished today's pod. Piece of the rock is great. Baby love is even better. I added baby love to the Spotify playlist. Mother's yes, finest mother's finest was yes. a conversation in a recent pod. So good. Uh, Melissa from Walnut Grove chose to text you on this line so that you would actually get a message. Thank you, thank you, Melissa. I'm getting sympathy text now. I love that, and I love it. And I'll give the number two twice here in just a moment. Um, I wrote, actually, to name the beaver Richard. I love that. Simply because I think it's hilarious. We love y'all and hope you're having an amazing day. Can I say something about Richard? Richard? We're going to call him Richard. Can I say something about Richard the mm-hmm. beaver? He has not been there for like a week. What? Oh, no. I've driven by, sad to say, almost every night after me and Charlotte walk. Or even if we don't walk, we just drive by there. And now she's like, she gets, I think she's getting nervous because I get so despondent when he's not there. And I said to her, and I think I said to you the other day, do you think someone moved him or something happened to him? He grew up and left home. I don't know. I wish some, like, I may. He's re- fine, Don. I kind of want to reach don't, out. Don't, we've got a lot of things we're processing right now. Let's not worry about a beaver. Okay. Let's worry about the mortgage. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> That seems, again, you're so dramatic today. Holly Bagby, uh, hey, Caddy, I was a pod peep in April after we lost our baby girl. You mentioned the fund. We started to help our vet and ball ground pay for treatment. Sugar's helping pause. Got an update from Dr. Sally today, and we are making a difference. Sugar's fund has helped uh, repair fractured leg, helped a human cancer patient take care of her dog's abscessed teeth, and taken in and placed two or three kittens and a mama cat. I want to make sure everyone understands, too, when she said she lost her baby girl, it was her her puppy dog. Right. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. But but that fund is doing amazing things. So that's great. And we'll post another link if you'd like to help out with Sugars helping Paul's in this weekend's 
letter. Hit and your you inbox Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock. Uh, we don't sell you information. It's very easy to read. It's a three, four, five-minute read on Saturday morning before you start your day. Pictures from um, you know, stories that we've recently told, alternate episode titles. Pictures of people who... Intro the, 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 the podcast, the two podcasts. Yeah, and what I was going to say, it's probably a good time to um, donate to that fund. I just fund. lost a stitch. Oh, boy. Okay. It's probably a good time to donate to that fund because a lot of people right now are having to make decisions on, like, animals and stuff because it's just, like, not in the budget. So thank you for what she's doing with that fund. You can subscribe to the letter text left on red. That's one word. Red is in the color R-E-D to the number <sighs> 22828. 28. All right. Thank you for all of the sympathy texts. Keep them coming. Keeps me busy. You don't see this one? I don't. I don't. <laughs> where shall I put my where shall I put my stitch, Carl Appen? Yeah. I'll just we, chew on Carl it. Carl and I have we're some ideas done. where you I'll can just, put it. I'll just okay. chew on it. Yeah. Um, you can send me uh, sympathy texts. I love to get them to come straight to my phone. Uh, the podcast number for voicemail to text is 770-464-6024. 770-464-6024. Uh, you can also say your spark, uh, say to your smart speaker. I'll get that right one yes. in, a, in an episode. Your coming. spark speaker. <laughs> say, uh, hey, play Cadillac Jack. And uh, the most recent episode of the podcast comes up for you to enjoy. Stacy Hall, intro of the show today. Stacy lives in Lawrenceville. Thank you so much. Very kind intro. Tracy um, was a, a, a big supporter. I don't like to use the word fan. Uh, Tracy was a big Stacey. supporter. What did I call her? Tracy. <laughs> Have your meds kicked in? Uh, I'm wondering. <laughs> I'm wondering. Sorry, Stacy. I said Stacy. Uh, originally, and then you switched over to Tracy. To Macy? Anyway, let's go. Uh, she was a big supporter during the Trester Radio Days here in Atlanta and followed us over to the podcast. She and Robert um, raised their son, Sean. He's 26, lives in King, North Carolina. Uh, he's married, and because of that, Stacy and Robert, her husband, have a granddaughter, Sophia Rose, who is two. I love that name, Sophia Rose. That's so cute. Her first concert was Hank Jr. Wow. She won tickets from Kicks when she was 13 at a Mrs. Winters. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, a chicken? Place? Yes. Remember Mrs. Winters? Yes. I had the, on Jimmy Carter Boulevard. Good Lord. How about that? How about the fact that she won those tickets when she was 13 and she's now a grandmother and has a 26-year-old son? Yeah. Amazing. So, Mrs. Winters on JCB. She's a dental assistant, works in Cumming. I've uh, been a dental assistant for 13 years. So here, here, here's the best part mm-hmm. about dental assistants. They're actually the dentist. Everyone who goes to the dentist knows this. Like, the dentist comes at the end and he, like, you know, counts your teeth. At least mine does. He's like, yep, Okay. But it's the dental assistants who do the real magic. So they are they are the queens and the kings. We have a small ask of you three things. If uh, you could find the time, number one, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. You can now early subscribe for both Hustle, which is Donna's uh, podcast that's coming up in the next couple of weeks, and also Caddy Wagon with Richie and Raider. Both of those podcasts you can subscribe to now on Apple Podcasts and all pod platforms. Number two, rate and leave five-star reviews for the pod. Anything less, just don't bother. And number three, show our sponsor some love. And we are so grateful for the support of 1-800-HURT-911 and Dinner Affair. Dinner, A-F-A-R-E dot com. Gallery Furniture in beautiful downtown Gainesville. And Tracy Cousineau and Real Estate Expert Advisor. New episodes Tuesdays and Thursdays. Cadillac Jack, my second act. Part of the App and Podcast Network. Yeah.